Hey guys, we know you've been waiting for it. Welcome back to The Mental Toe. My name is Shreyas, and I'm here with my co-host, Gargi, and today we'd like to dive in to the very origins of mental health. Yep, this is our first official episode, and we can't wait to get started. Yeah, I mean, like, when did mental health really become a thing, and why did we start researching about it? Good question, Shreyas. Let's get straight to it. <laughs> Alrighty, my Plutoers. So, back to my question. Who really came up with the idea of mental health and stuff like positivity? Yeah, I was wondering that too. I could see why it must have not been such a big concept, especially when many other things haven't even been made out clear in the first point. Definitely. I mean, considering that the concept of mental health was only created in the mid-1800s, I mean, not even technology was created back then let alone research, into the complexity of the brain. Literally. Okay, so to start off with the origins of mental health, it originated with a discovery from Dr. Benjamin Rush, who researched on mental diseases and concluded that there are such things as mental illnesses and it's not just being possessed by demons. Wow, isn't that just wonderful? That must have been so complex to figure out, because considering the age of technology, it wasn't advanced, so I could see where being possessed would be a reasonable assumption. For realsies! But wait, that's not it. No way! Then, that led to lots of research from a fellow called William Sweetser. You've probably heard the name. He explored mental hygiene, especially when it was needed, during the Civil War. Sounds like a very reasonable time for research, as the toll of worries and stress that was put on families during this time of war must have been out of this world. I also heard that this seemed to raise this uh, like awareness in general by a lot. In fact, it caught the attention of another programs professor named Dr. J.B. Gray, a psychiatrist that had lots of care for this concept. Which is pretty much what we have today, as more and more awareness is being brought up upon it. Now, let's get a little bit more detailed. Isaac Gray, a similar fellow who founded the APA, American Psychiatrist Foundation, provided the very definition of mental hygiene, or as we call it today, mental health. He described it as the art of preserving the mind against all incidents and influences calculated to deteriorate its qualities, impair its energies, or derange its movements. The management of the bodily powers in regard to exercise, rest, food, clothing, and climate. The laws of breeding, the government of the passions, the sympathy with current emotions and opinions, the discipline of the intellect, all these come within the province of mental health. If you got lost a little, he was basically just um, going over the kind of definition of mental health as described by uh isaac ray so okay but that was quite detailed and so that was it in 1893 yup and that was just the start of things actually this definition almost started actually a revolution there were many awareness movements and actions were being taken all around the world like this was basically the next big issue it's similar to climate change today it became that concept back then yeah, and one of them being the form of mental of the mental hygiene movement, and wait for it, the mental hygiene society. What a revolution! Damn, 
they really did start dedicating lots of time and effort into the rising concept at the time. Yeah, and just so you know, researching on this topic was much better than their previous methods of making mental asylums, which in reality just were jails. So I wouldn't, I mean, you know, they literally had metal bars and cells for people who just acted out of the ordinary when at after this point... We just, yeah, I'm rambling. I mean, (laughs) you could compare that to the Salem trials and how that was also just a movement because nobody was paying attention to mental hygiene and the thought towards that. But in general, that must have been so unnecessary as it just led to the ignorance of several dire issues and people's personal issues. Anyways, uh, go on. Let's see. Uh, the approaching war that soon arrived in 1914, a.k.a. World War I. So, wait, hold up. I assume that they must have implemented these methods to assist soldiers in the mental side of war. I mean, with all this stress, I can only assume, right? But what do you mean by these methods? Go on. The methods as such as, as the ones that were being implemented by the hygiene, mental hygiene society, right? Just taking care about people's mental health? Yeah. Okay, so right on. Uh, this, this led to gathering the attention of basically the whole world as they held an international congress that assisted in determining how best to care and treat for the mentally sick or to prevent mental illnesses to conserve mental health. Damn, you know yourself, Gargi, don't you? <laughs> Anyways, as we all know it, World War I was quite an event. And many soldiers did suffer from PTSD and other mental illnesses. I mean, this was obvious because of the scaring moments and the loved ones they lost in war. But in general, aside from wars, where did the concept really develop from that point on? Good question. So as you said with development and the new attention brought to the term mental health, the public began solving the several issues of mental illnesses at the time. Sheesh, that is correcto, and I believe that led to the formation of the National National Institute of Mental Health, correct me if I'm wrong, which actually today is a very big deal, because I believe it has a budget of over $1.6 billion per year, and it's located right in the great old Maryland of the USA. While the National Institute of Mental Health was something, there was also a larger scale version, the W-H-O-O-O a.k.a. the World Health Organization. Gotta exaggerate the O's there a little bit. Uh, and they be- they basically they began right in 1948 after they held their first international congress in London. So you're basically saying that countries all over the world began to form their own sectors of government that assessed and solved issues they had regarding mental health. Exactly. But let's fast fast forward to modern times and the impact it has on our current society. Finally, the interesting part. So let's start with the setting of our society. With the new generation, as you know, many parts of our environment can be sensitive and mental health during these times is a critical factor to focus on. Yeah, I agree. And in my perspective, society during the past few years has made mental health have somewhat of a comeback. During these modern times, there are many new sectors of life that are now being embedded into our everyday reality. I mean, to list a few, gender neutrality and racial equality. These are definitely some of the most important. Yep, totally agree. However, the part where mental health comes in is the older folks. 
or the colliding opinions that make these sectors of society feel unwelcomed. But this is not where it all ends. Because I had a talk with my, me- my health teacher today, and she mentioned how there was a formed stigma around mental health, especially in the older generations, because that wasn't seen to be educated amongst younger kids back in the day. So can you relate to that, Katie? I definitely can. There's definitely this awareness that has arisen. I mean, whether it be as stigmatized as this is or as underlooked as it is, TikTok for sure has increased the awareness of the fact that mental health does matter, not only for women, but also for men, which is such an important topic to be knowledgeable on, I would say. I mean, definitely throughout COVID, I think as well, that has not only played a huge factor in at least in our school, I would say. So where we go, they've started implementing these lessons at school, like monthly lessons, where um, they prioritize the student's mental health. It's no longer a world of just, like, work, come home, or, like, go to school, come home, uh-huh. you know, do your homework, yeah. make dinner, go to work out, maybe an extracurricular or something, go to bed, repeat. It's not like that anymore. I mean, obviously, we're getting somewhat back into that schedule, kind of coming back, back, you know, into our normal lives. But there is still that importance and recognition of the fact that we need to take time out of the day for ourselves and care about, you know, where we stand in our in inside of our brains you know i agree with that and one factor that was somewhat relatable to that was how just yesterday we had red double reflection that was just one tiny movement that reflects our progress towards awareness for mental health because of a club it shows that we actually care about mental health and that they're caring for students not only will this help for the students but just for society in general as nobody will feel like they're not being involved and all issues that are present will be attributed to anyways amazing speech katie i'd I'd actually like to cut in i just want to provide some context the red devil reflections is just what i had mentioned the lessons that's just the name of it in case nobody was aware anyways bravo amazing speech there's always many perspectives to the situation like while there are criticizing people in the world there's also those that will hold you up and make you resilient mentally yeah that sector was covered in detailed manner, but there's so many other aspects to that test your mental toughness in a way, so... Yeah, you know. which, of course, we'll end up covering in the upcoming episodes. Anyways, back to you. Continuing from where I ended, um, some of these situations can have a clear impact, and the build, or evolution, as you might call it, of mental health has led us to such a society where we can be dependent on anyone, have a stable thought process, you know, and have on anyone to have a stable thought process in a way sorry about that i agree that right there is straight facts and you're right about how society has been molded by our past actions towards mental health and that's something that some of the scientists had wished for when they first discovered it such as dr jb gray and isaac gray they had hoped for such awareness in the world and we as a podcast hope to envelope and progress that whole theme of mental awareness and yeah Uh, alright, so, anyways, uh, they basically predicted the future, (laughs) um, thinking back to the little history lesson we gave you there. Nah, I mean, their actions led to this print in a way, and it just happened to be that other people find it just important as well. 
Anyways, I think that pretty much wraps up this history of mental health episode, and especially to how it transitioned from a mysterious concept of, you know, whatever that was, to a part of our everyday lives. Yup, thanks for listening in, and make sure to be ready for our next upload regarding another hot topic, and the importance of mental health, and remember, to be healthy as a whole means mental wellness plays a role. (laughs)